Hello, I'm Rupert Bell with this special podcast from the Rolex 3D event at the Kentucky Horse Park on the outskirts of Lexington, talking to you on the final day, just as the final show jumping is about to get underway. But it has to be said, this year's Rolex has been a dramatic renewal. Quite clearly, the main focus of attention in the build-up surrounded the bid of Oliver Townend to become only the second ever winner of the Rolex Grand Slam by winning badminton, Burley and here at Kentucky. Oliver and his fellow British competitor William Fox Pitt had to dash across Europe by various means to get to Kentucky as European airspace was shut down for around a week. For Townend, it was a far from cheap exercise. I started off at Cruise Station in a bit of a flap and a rush because we knew that things were going to go wrong. So I got on um, the train at Crewe to London, then through the underground with all my bags and gear, which was just a nightmare, and then managed to just, just catch the train, the Eurostar to Paris. Um, and then when we got to Paris, that was when it was obviously seriously going to go wrong. The whole of Paris was just gridlocked. Um, full of Americans, funnily enough, trying to get home. Um, and we were told that there were no trains to where we wanted to go, which was Madrid, um, till Wednesday. So then I started again, got a taxi ride to the coaches, all the coaches were full. I mean, the place was just really, really jam-packed with frustrated, tired, queuing people. Um, and in the end, I managed to persuade a, a French taxi driver to drive me all the way to Madrid, which was 13 and a half hours and 1,700 and a bit euros. Um, but at least we got here in the end. Happily, though, both Townend and a Fox Pitts horses had been sent out way ahead to acclimatise. And after the opening dressage, Townend had made sure he was right in contention with ODT Master Rose and with Ashdale Cruise Master. Both horses put up what's near on their best performance at this stage in their careers. They're only 10 and 11 and both relatively inexperienced. One, it's his first four-star and the other one have had the ride on him for three months and only three events. However, it was William Fox Pitt who set the pace with his four-star debutant, Cool Mountain. I couldn't be more delighted with him. I don't think he made a single mistake. The judges are keeping those marks down a bit. Let's hope it stays that way right till the end. There's a few more good ones to go. But f as far as you know, expectations of the horse and um, how he behaved today, I couldn't be more delighted. Big atmosphere in there. First time in the four doing a four-star test and he really came up with the answers. So it was Fox Pitt who set the early pace ahead of the American duo, Karen O'Connor and Alison Springer going into the cross country. And this year was the last course designed by Mikey Etherington-Smith after 18 years' service, although he will be responsible for the course at the upcoming World Equestrian Games. And he wasn't keen to give any secrets away about his intentions for the autumn. This year's Rolex is very much actually working backwards from weight because it's obviously the, you know, the, the primary job for this year is, is the weight course. And so what I'm trying to do is not give too much away by putting the, the course together as I have done for the spring track. And so it's working backwards from that, still still producing a decent enough track. There's definitely a four-star competition. But as I say, it's really designed not to give too much away for later in the year. This course, I mean, to be honest, I actually think it's one of the easier tracks uh, that I produced just by the way it's turned out. I think it's a little bit quicker than, than I would normally have. And I think that also it's probably a shade easier than I would normally have. But that's just the way it's turned out. Official Rolex time is now 9.28. 9.28, two minutes until our first horse on course. And our first to start this morning will be number two, Neville Vardas and Boyd Martin. Well, it's now the start of cross-country day here in Lexington at the Horse Park. It's a damp, miserable day, and the weather forecast is 
pretty horrendous. As a result, the traditional lunch break has been abandoned and they're going to be starting the riders with a four-minute interval. So it's going to be uh, a race to beat the inclement weather that is supposed to be hitting this part of America later on this afternoon. But there's still plenty of people braving the elements to hopefully enjoy a terrific day's cross-country action here at the Kentucky Horse Park. Oliver Townend of Great Britain sets off cross-country. First of two rides today for Oliver. His first ride now, Oliver Townend and OTT Master Road. Oliver Townend over the second last ahead, crosses the race course, goes for the last down. First independents have both been inside the time. Will he be? So an excellent start by Ollie Townend, picking up 1.2 time falls, and he was delighted. Uh, approaching the dance now is Ollie Townend with ODT Master Rose, and they're through the dance. But it was to go horribly wrong for Townend on his next horse, as he suffered a horror fall on Ashdale Cruise Master which meant he was airlifted to hospital and his hopes of a Rolex Grand Slam came crashing down. However, his fellow Briton, William Fox Pitt on Cool Mountain, put in a masterly show of cross-country jumping. So we have eight left to start now as William Fox Pitt and Cool Mountain turn for the angled rails. Can I just ask you, how good do you think William Fox Pitt is then? I think he's very good, very good. He just took that combination, like a combination on a hunter course. It was amazing. Sort of a mixed day, really, where you feel about today. You're sitting at the top of the leaderboard, but then your teammate Ollie Townend has a has a nasty fall. So, first of all, talking about your round, from that point of view, you must be delighted with that. Yep, yeah, I mean, personally, I'm I'm very very happy. Um, cool Mountain came up with all the answers. Um, he was really genuine and gave me a superb ride. I think, um, you know, I couldn't have couldn't have hoped for him to to read the questions as well as he did. And um, you know, I just hope he's feeling as, as good tomorrow. But I know you must be feeling, obviously, for Ollie today because, uh, you know, there's so much excitement and I know, you know, all wanting him to go well and, and when that takes the edge off the day, doesn't it? Uh, it's, it's devastating for him. I think that no one has an idea, really, what pressure he's been under. I think coming into an event like this and with that sort of prize at, at stake, um, it can only get to you. And, um, you know, he's, he's a very very good rider and a, and a serious competitor and I think that you know he came into the competition with a with a very big chance so you know he'll be devastated. Well coming to the final day of this Rolex Kentucky three-day event and with the course designer for the show jumping phase Richard Jeffrey well this looks a supreme test as it should be for a, for a four-star. It definitely is. It's definitely a four-star track. Yesterday around the cross-country course, they made it look very, very easy, many of them. We got three horses all within a rail at the top. So, as they say, the fat lady hasn't sung yet. And would you expect, as you say, it's very compacted at the top of the leaderboard. Are you expecting a number of clear rounds? But, I mean, it looks a daunting track. We're standing, as I talk to you, by the treble, which looks on the limit. <laughs> well, it is very much. It's very much up to max. The great thing is, about five years ago with the FAI, did the short format, we got rid of the, cross, uh, the roads and tracks, they shortened up the cross country a little bit, and they increased the specifications for the show jumping, and show jumping now has become far, far more important. And riders are now aware of this, you hear people now that it, when they're buying a young horse, they're not just thinking of the cross country course, they're thinking, you know, does the horse jump clean? I got to, you know, 
win it by clean, jumping clean in the show jumping. So we're seeing riders, and I'm looking around, and I can see two or three professional show jumping Olympic riders here training these people walking the course. You'd never had that five years ago. Even the riders now have upped their ball game in their training for show jumping. You are British. Do you expect William Foxpit, though, to maintain his lead? I am totally unbiased. I could not say that. And the strange thing is, even if William came to me and said, I want every jump this height and this size and this distance, it, would, it was no guarantee he would even jump clean. Horses are so unpredictable, and that's the fun of our sport. Uh, it is so unpredictable. Naturally, um, as you say, we're patriotic. We like our own. You know, I just hope the best man wins, and uh, whoever does will deserve it. Looks a terrific course. Thank you, Richard, for, for talking to us. Thank you. That's Richard Jeffrey talking about the course for today's final phase. The cross-country should be a thrilling conclusion to this Rolex Kentucky competition. Let's find out what happens. A terrific reception for William Fox Pitt as he comes into the arena. And what a moment for William Fox Pitt on his horse, Cool Mountain, competing at four star for the first time with this horse. But he's been so impressive and he's gone, not hanging around, he's gone straight into the first round. He can afford to have a fence down to win the first prize here so far through two. Come to the third fence, which has caught one or two out. Just screws at that, but just gets that now to the fence that caught Kim Severson problems but no problems for, for William Fox Pitt. The time shouldn't be a consideration most getting very comfortably inside it but I know he's probably feeling the pressure and so far coming now to the line of fences in front right in front of the grandstand through that one now to the Rolex double over the first part two strides and through and second and clear now to fence eight Still going well to the FEI upright. It's nicely over that. Now to the Churchill Downs fence. Beautiful fence. And he's over that. Now he's turning right-handed towards the treble. Crowd hushed, expectant. Can he become the, only the second British rider to win this event? Pippa Funnel did it when she won the Rolex Grand Slam. Now he's through the treble. Three more fences to go. Time 72 seconds at the moment. Now to the next fence. He's over that one. Two fences to go. If he jumps this one clear, he is the winner. And he's over it. And that means that the champion here in Kentucky is William Fox Pitt. A brilliant performance. Has led throughout. Won the dressage. Was clear in the cross country. And the 7,500 people in front of the grandstand rising and applauding the British winner of this event here in Kentucky. A wonderful, confident clear round. And William Fox Pitt clenches his fist in delight. He's now won badminton, Burley, and now he's won Kentucky. A terrific effort from William Fox Pitt. What a performance here in the States. Well, William, you said at the start of the week you didn't think... It would exceed your wildest expectations in winning. Well, your expectations, your wildest expectations have happened. Well, I guess, yeah, you call that a dream, really. I think, um, you know, I, I hoped he'd go well, and he did. And I'm just, you know, very, very happy that he, he went as well as that and um, that he's come out on top. And as I said, to beat two top horses, um, like the, the ones that finished second and third, is, is fantastic. And, you know, I'm very proud of him. To, to achieve it, though, I mean, it's been fraught for you getting here, but the way the show jumping went today, you, you weren't hanging around, you sort of went, got, got on straight on with it. Well, yeah, the, the show jumping is always a nightmare. It's, um, it's uh, the part of it that we all dread probably more than any other phase because there's so much hanging on it. And 
you just do. You have to get on with it. And it took a long time coming. I'm telling you that, that today is the slowest morning ever. And um, and I believed he could jump well. And um, you know we had in the warm up it didn't go quite to plan. But you know there was Becky there, there was Kim there, and me there, and we we're having a bit of a laugh because you know none of us really knew what was going to happen. So um, you know when I went in there, I just set him off and and just hoped I'd give him a good ride. And he he, he jumped out of his skin. And you've now completed the sort of, almost like we say, the Grand Slam of the big ones, not the actual Rolex Grand Slam, but you've won all three. What does it mean for you? Because it's a pretty illustrious group of riders. It's, it's taking a long time. It's take, um, you know, it's, it's fantastic to have, to have finally won here. And um, I feel, very, again, very proud to have won it. You know, there's Pippa and Lucinda. And um, Clayton hasn't yet won badminton, I don't think. But, uh, you know, Andrew Hoy... You know, there's some great riders out there that, that have done it and it's a, it's a great feeling that, it, that it's come off and going to have to do well in Poe next. So a terrific performance by William to take the Rolex title and he will be hoping he will be able to add a World Equestrian gold medal back here in the autumn after winning his first ever Rolex watch.